the, we don't have an official good welcome, but here it is. So this is Deconversion <laughs> Therapy, the podcast, and this is Bonnie talking, and that is Karen. Say hello. Yeah, I <laughs> described myself on the Growing Up Christian podcast that we did mm-hmm. a while ago as the one with the lazy voice. Right, So right. that's how you can distinguish yeah, it's funny when people say that they can't distinguish, but that's okay. No, it's not. How dare you not see the color of our skin, our our voices of our... Back in you know. our uh, Nazi-adjacent <laughs> um, freshman dormitory, we had one phone in the hallway, and it was right outside our door. And sometimes I would answer... And they would ask for you, and it was somebody I knew, and I would pretend that I was you talking to them. And I would, I remember having a whole conversation with somebody, and they thought it was you because I could do your voice. And that's why Karen lost all her (laughs) friends freshman year. Yep, that's it. Okay, so Instagram is our favorite thing because it's fun with memes and people comment on things and uh, nice little tiny conversations. Then Twitter is a little bit more for the news of the day. Um, Our Facebook group is great because people can get on there and it's very supportive and it's a group. Uh, It's a nice community. And people talk to one another, and they they bring up some kind of serious things, not like us. And, right. Um, man, some of you guys are going through some real shit, and that is no fun. But there are other people going through it, and it's a nice little community. And you have to ask to get in, and you have to answer some questions that Karen has devised. And they're not real in-depth questions. It's just a way to get you involved. So answer the questions, and she'll let you in. I got something the other day that was really nice that someone in the group, Deconversion Therapy, said that they found their therapist in our group because they deal with religious trauma and all that. So, yeah, there's lots of different things and connections that happen. And then you see some names pop up that are familiar on other social media. I like it. And what we announced last week, our new newsletter is starting. So I went ahead and announced it in our Facebook group to the people who support us anyway um, with their thoughts and prayers and told them that we're now trying to combine any kind of fundraising Patreon situation with a newsletter where they will get all their delightful crap about what's going on in the religious world and some memes and stories of deconstruction all in their inbox twice a month. It's $7 to support what we do on Instagram, website, podcast, Twitter, uh, you know, just us being professional therapists as it is. So we really want to thank the first pioneering people who subscribed, and those are Sarah, and then I have someone that I'm just going to call Sayhuff or Seahuff, and you know I'm calling you that. (laughs) Someone also that I'm going to call Yayo, and then someone called 
LTK. And I'm just using those because they're in their, you know, their web addresses, their email addresses. Okay. And they don't always have their name. But thank you so much. Uh, It's really encouraging. Okay, so this episode, I'm going to tell you something that you don't know yet. Uh, I'm pregnant. Um, (laughs) And that... It's been happening the last week. So for those people who like a bit of gossip and uh, lots of drama, this one is your episode. And for people who don't follow the Twitter and read the replies and know how to push those buttons, um, this is, I, I want you to tell it in like the order that things happened. I will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And I'm going to tell it in real time. It takes place over four days. Um, (laughs) Really? All right. So there is an app called Clubhouse. I know I talk about it a lot, but it's sort of new, and I thought it would be a great place to utilize. So let me explain it for people who aren't on it, never want to get on it, etc. Perfect. (laughs) Yes. So it is... An audio-only app. What you do is you can go in there and you can see different talks that are going on in live time. There's no pre-recording or anything. And people can participate in them or just listen to them. So if you're participating, you're a speaker. And if you're a listener, you're in the audience. And you can raise your hand digitally and become a speaker, you know, if you want to ask a question. I think um, Elon Musk is going to do something with maybe uh, Kanye West soon. So I'm sure (laughs) there will be thousands in the audience, and they will turn off hand-raising and capabilities. Um, but, But pause for a second. Are Kanye and Kim getting a divorce? Yes. Okay. Duh. I don't ever uh, know if those things are real or, or clickbait st- or what. Yeah. I'm going to have to start our celebrity gossip podcast. No, no, no. That's <laughs> okay. Where you just say things like, did Michael Jackson <laughs> die? And then I'll tell you. Um, okay. So you go in these different rooms, you can see what's coming up, but the app has a lot of issues with it so far just because they don't have a lot of good search capabilities. So if I'm I'm following you in there, I can't really look and see what you're going to be participating in tomorrow so I can come. So, you know, there's issues. But it's it's pretty new and I'm like, okay, let's see how this works. I talk about a different cult every Tuesday night. That's fun. I talked about the one with the Brazilian lady who had all those adoptees and we referred to in episode something. You can go back and and (laughs) look, but some people from Brazil jumped and raised their hands. So I brought them on the, quote, stage And they were really good. They looked up different news articles about her to translate and see what the latest is. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool. Yeah. So you can do all that in real time. And it's 
There is something I must admit with uh, interacting with people verbally mm-hmm. that is much more intimate and you feel like a community more than you do with Twitter and, you know, yes. things where you're just texting. So this last, last Monday night, depending when this comes out, I had done one about if people are leaving or questioning the religions they grew up in, along with the writer Joshua Harris, who wrote I Kiss Dating Goodbye. So we do this room and we have different people in the audience and my whole thing was, I want to hear from the people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm i not an authority. And as far as deconverting or even agnosticism or atheism, they're really, I don't think, should be leaders or should even be influencers because it's such a personal thing. We're not digesting any one, like, ancient text Right. Where? You're not you're not you're not buying something, you're selling something off. Well, that's not a good right. example, but you're you're there's nothing that everybody agrees on. Yeah. Except just a so, lack. Right. So there should not be any um people that I mean, I guess it's okay to look up to people as in, okay, they deconstructed way before me, so let me check mm-hmm. it out and see their disasters. Or, but maybe, or maybe you just go, oh, my gosh, well, that philosophy makes sense, like some of the things that Ricky Gervais says. But I'm not going to yeah. follow him because he's an atheist. I just, <laughs> you know, like some of his ideas, like, well, uh, just because I'm not a Christian doesn't mean I feel free to go around killing people all the time. And thank you for saying, hey, did you see his last Instagram a few weeks ago? I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but I followed him. And then now I get to see the pictures of him in his bathtub, bathtub. <laughs> with his <laughs> hair all. It's horrifying. I'm like, he tries to be as like, ugly Shit. as possible. It's, it's awesome. So Meanwhile, bad. I put a black bean on my tooth and show you a picture and you go, stop it. Stop. <laughs> All right, um, so back yeah. to Glum I think Hubs. I unfollowed Ricker Gervais because I got too many bathroom pics. Oh, in <laughs> videos. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a not good way. Um, all right, so back to Clubhouse. So we do this thing, and I wanted, instead of he and I just talking like, this is the way I did things and did the bit. Like opening it up to people, having them come on the quote stage and ask their questions or if we could give out resources, etc. So we opened it up and there were some really vulnerable things going on from, you know, we see it all the time and we hear about it all the time, whether people are worried about the response their family are giving them or they're still questioning and they don't know what they should do or mm-hmm. they think some of the things at their church are bullshit or, you know, whatever. Um, and I thought it was really good to just let them all say their 
stuff because that's one thing I miss. Yeah. Well, in a way, I sort of miss prayer request time where you get to empty your shit (laughs) into a room. Now, I'll tell you, since we stopped going to small groups and doing all that praying, we Mm -hmm. seem to have less problems and I think it's because we were always like, oh, I'm going through a trial and, oh, I need to dig up this. and. But we were also up. teenagers. Um, you were. Remember, I kept going on with those things I through was, my I was 20s. there in my early 20s with, you know, the singles group. Yeah. So I was in those... As an adult, and, you know, you'd go around and just really get it all out and, oh, loza. Um, but, yeah, so it was good. People shared things. And then Josh and I talked on the phone after, like, you know, that was really good. Um, and then I think it was, I don't, oh, okay. Was it that night? Yes, it was. It was almost immediately after Mm -hmm. because I sent something to Josh making a joke because I get this message on my Facebook. So it took me a while to put this together. On your personal Facebook? On my writing professional page that has nothing on it. And I get a message, and it was like, hey, I was in the audience in your talk on Clubhouse. There you go. And I stand against what you're doing. Okay. Oh, well, I want to hear more. Okay. (laughs) About deconstruction, deconversion stuff. But I'd like to interview some of the main people in this movement. Oh. And I'd like to see if we could sit down and chat. Uh-huh. And, of course, I'm like, well, it's not a movement. This right. is just individuals leaving in a mass exodus <laughs> <laughs> um, at the same time. Uh, and then, you know, he sort of did like, oh, I didn't mean to offend you. But, of course, I'm starting to boil Because Mm -hmm. it hit me, the only way he could have found me was in Clubhouse to write down my name or screenshot the room and Mm -hmm. all the people that were in it and their names. Sure. Which is against, you know, Clubhouse's policy, and it's against their policy to, like, contact people outside if they haven't invited you to and all that, you know, regular ethical way of acting so I was like I I'm really pretty disturbed <laughs> oh I thought you were saying I'm really pretty I'm really pretty I'm five seven now down five five um but I was like uh yeah I I'm disturbed that you know you were in there uh-huh. really just to seek ammunition Mm-hmm. against us and now you want me to spend my time telling you right stuff to back up your argument i was just like this guy's not that bright but he definitely um you know uh, wait his man. argument because you're assuming that he's there to witness to you 
No, I'm assuming that he said he is studying the decon the new deconstructing movement. Okay. And that he thinks we're players in it and we it would be good if we talked to him since he's writing about standing against it. Oh, okay, so he is writing against wait, he's writing about not how he does not agree with us but <laughs> okay. wants to use us. <laughs> okay, Do you so see he wants how inappropriate. Yeah, but he's okay, so he wants to witness to you is my suspicion. I think he wants to be right. I think he and I think he's an idiot. Um and I don't mind saying, and I hope he listens <laughs> to this. No. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I got that, and I'm just like, okay, I really think this dude is making me piss because we had a lot of vulnerable people telling secret parts of their life, and he was there listening to it all. Really? Yeah, that's so where like he got So it's like violating AA standards? Right. And now he wants to, you know, write things about it. And he's had access to all Got it. these, to me, vulnerable people. Like, I don't care about me. Josh, I don't think, cares about him. Right. Um, but it's these people who haven't made, you know, I'm officially, you know, leaving the church or I'm this with my sexuality even. And he was in there, and that fucking pisses me off. But that's the problem with Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's not AA. Right. And anyone can go into any room, and anyone can do anything with that information. And that's been happening a lot already. I so, think maybe because it's not video that people mm -hmm. feel more safe. Yeah, I think they feel more safe and, you know, also people can't go into these rooms and talk anonymously. Right. You have to use your, it's not like Twitter where you can make up yeah. names. It's more like Facebook where if they find out you're not you, you get kicked off. Wow. I know. So, so um, but that maybe that maybe that's good in a way where you can then be called out for being a racist or threatening that to murder someone. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe that's good. There have been some explosions. Oh, maybe we should all just say who we are and be held to the fire of not being, you know, a dangerous person. Whether that's that sounds. Good, unless <laughs> yeah. you consider me a dangerous person, which that guy does. Right. 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 Okay. Right. But, so did you look yeah. him up and find out what he was all about? Oh, yes. Okay. The story <laughs> oh, yes. moves on. <laughs> so I, um, you know, when I first got that message from him, I sent it to Josh and I'm like, oh, you know, what do you know? A white man responded to me. <laughs> Within seconds of us closing down our clubhouse, because I I have not ever had anything published or given a talk that is 
even just a general one or in my expertise when I was teaching at university that I haven't had a white man approach me and tell me something he thought I didn't know. (laughs) It's just amazing. Hello. I mean, that's my new coined phrase, the show up culture. All they have to do is show up and they're the boss. Oh, man. I just really love this one. I was teaching about like book publishing and this older white gentleman came up afterwards and said, remember what you said is the first rule of writing that you have to read? I've written four books and I don't read. (laughs) Well, aren't you proud? (laughs) I know. And I wanted to say, you've written four manuscripts and you haven't. Read because he didn't have anything published. You've um, written okay. four pamphlets, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chick tracks. Um, all right, so I wanted to like be like, hey, people who are leading clubhouses, because now there's a lot more in the deconversion arena doing right. clubhouses. Watch out for this guy because he's listening in to the people who come in who are very vulnerable, right. And that's not cool. So I put that out on Twitter. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have to find now. Okay. So, yeah, I just said, you know, hey, beware this guy. He's lurking and then contacting deconstructors. Right. Um, and someone who's... Twitter name is Nightlighter, wrote back and said, okay, actually, look at this shit. So this person went on, the guy who contacted me mm-hmm. went on his uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. and this guy had tagged Joshua Harris mm-hmm. and Phil Drysdale, for people who don't know him, he also does a lot with deconstruction and I think it was right before I'm not sure we did our talk but he said this is sinister and I'd like to shine a light on it friends comma oh yeah yeah and he goes friends comma and that's it I'm done anyone who addresses people beloveds or friends right or sweetums Although I signed up for Hillary Clinton's email, and she always addresses it friend, and it makes me sick to my stomach. I Man. It very, They need to yeah. stop. They think it maybe makes it friend. You feel closer, <laughs> right. but you don't. You feel fill in the blank. So it says, friends, there's a group of people out there right now who are picking people out one by one and preying on them when they are most vulnerable. Oh, I thought you meant praying like, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> like, okay, that's your group. No, so can you imagine the work we'd have to do if we were out picking people one, one by, by one, one to listen to our podcast? <laughs> Excuse me. Here. Oh, you don't know what a podcast is? Let me download Apple. Um, okay. <laughs> Then he said, I've had my struggles with faith many times, and anyone who follows Jesus has. And I thank God that people like this were not surrounding me with their wickedness. This is, yeah, this is the epitome of a wolf in sheep's clothing. What? I'm sorry. I'm a vegan. I would not wear either. Um, 
So yeah, epitome what of the wolf. What do they think we're offering as a as a as a sheep wolf? What a do they think we're offering? No, but like as a but sheep like, wolf. But, but I mean, <laughs> like, if we show up as a sheep, what are we offering them? What, that we're really a wolf. Like, oh, we're, come to our place. We'll let you drink wine. We'll we, we'll let you. I don't know what the hell ever you can't do. We'll let you have sex before marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Abortion Fridays. Okay. This is the epitome of a wolf in sheep's clothing, except these people aren't even bothering to put on sheep's clothing. We're not even hiding. That's what he's saying. The audacity. All right. (laughs) So I guess we're not offering anything that's not... Uh, just part of the world. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. So we go. Wait, uh, I didn't mean to say we. <laughs> <laughs> There's no organization here. Okay. And then he goes on because because of this, I want to remind you: if you ever feel like you don't understand or like you have serious doubts about your faith, you can come to me. <laughs> So, um, there we go. By the way, we're um, not saying this guy's name, right? No. Good. No. Good. I'm not okay. saying Ryan's name. No. Um, it's not him. Take it back. Uh, <laughs> it, that's not his name. Okay. Um, but please don't go anywhere near the wickedness that is this deconstruction movement. Uh, these are people who lie in wait and take advantage of the broken and the hurting. How are we taking them advantage of them? Are That's we asking them to tithe? <laughs> yep. Asking them to almost drown during baptism? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so. No, we're not. We're not asking anything of them. Except to uh, listen to our podcast, write and review. Um, (laughs) So then the person who started this sleuthing of him on Twitter also sent us something that says, and he has a Christian podcast. So all deconstructors, this is code orange. I repeat, code (laughs) orange. Do not engage unless you want to be vaguely talked about, like Karen and Bonnie are doing, in a podcast segment or his straight-to-Amazon book. Now, let me send you the picture of his podcast. Is code orange, like, next to code red? Is that what think, we're supposed to... Is it a Roy G. Biv code? <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah, I guess red is to obliterate them. I think orange okay. is more... Um, this doesn't go with every hair color, but please be aware. Oh, my. After he, he and I's exchange, mm-hmm. then I see something where someone tagged us again and it's like, oh, look, this came up, you know, on his Facebook. And he wrote, I think I've got my next book idea. Now, I do not know, nor could I find any previous Previous books books. of his. (laughs) They're all ideas, Karen. (laughs) Are you ready for the title? Yeah. It's going to blow you away. Ready? Okay. Deconstructing Deconstruction. Oh, okay. So, 
There's a lot of thought put into that. And um, but he said he's going to be writing that and something tells him he's going to find something deeply sinister behind this growing movement. Um, And yeah. And, you know, then that upset me. And of course, I replied, ready to hear me just. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I said, you little shit pile. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but I did um, write. I said, I can't believe you came into what we titled, and it was in our title, A Safe mm-hmm. Space for Those Questioning. Then look them up tagged them and messaged mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, what kind of godly example is that? People are hurting. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. And then he just went on like, blah, 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 blah. And um, I'm like, I respite, you know, responded. I said uh, how people are horrified that their names may be used because yeah. I did put it out there. Like, hey, people, watch out for this guy. And someone who was in our little clubhouse things, you know, wrote me and said, okay, this really scares me because yeah. I'm not out in public. Um, and I'm like, this little Oh, wait, you mean shit. out like gay out or out like non-Christian De- out? Correct. I'm not out as someone who's deconstructing. Oh, okay. And right. this really scares me. Yeah, that, and you had to use your real name. Right, right. right. Um, but I told this, uh, the guy that, you know, has a podcast where he's, his picture is at a gym. I said, if you stayed the whole t- for the whole thing, you are aware that we had plenty of Christians in there. And believe me, because I was biting my tongue when uh-huh. the Christians were speaking and, and they're telling about their problems. And I just wanted to be, you know, well, ditch Christianity. But of course I didn't. Um, you know why? Because people are allowed I'm, to think what they want. Exactly. Just don't kill other people. So... Um, I told him, yeah, you were probably aware that there were plenty of Christians in there, and we only encouraged them and never told them to leave church. Right. Plus, it goes against the policies of the platform, blah, blah. He gets into it again, um, and then I just tied it up with a bow that said, uh, you're the reason so many people are leaving the church. Oh. <laughs> <Bah>. No. <laughs> Now, I'm going to leave you. The saga is only two-thirds of the way through. Really? So I'm going to say... Oh, my God. I'm going to let you guess what was the next action that happened. Who would it be from, and what would they say? Uh it would be from another person who was in there who was part of his group because he wasn't the only Christian in there, and they would say, we're praying for you. Very close. (laughs) But to me, if I were him, a little more embarrassing. So, addressing me and And on what platform is this person addressing you? This is... Uh, still on Facebook of Ugh. his. Um, 
Karen, if you truly provide safe place for all and believe blank, my son is wrong, you would pray for him and not attack his person. Feel no. free to disagree with <laughs> his stand. My son, I just heard it. <laughs> but what you say about him is wrong. So, of course, I didn't reply to his mother. Who wants me? Okay. If you cared for my son, you would pray for him, even though you don't believe in prayer. Correct. So she obviously doesn't know a lot about this. She says, but what you say about him is wrong. I'm like, what I said about him is that he he came into our safe space. And then he's taking information. So I okay, because right, you were just pretending that you called him a little shit pile. I was thinking that was real. No, I did not. I did not call him a little shit pile. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that was (laughs) um fun, and then I didn't answer her. I'm like, you know, this guy. I don't know. I, I don't need to get as burned up about it as. I am maybe, but it it really is about the people who attended. You know, that's what I think I hold the guilt about. And I'm going to be talking to some people to sort of help help me through this and guide me because <laughs> um, I think Clubhouse is a good platform for businesses and People talking about podcasting and talking about how to improve your SEO and your sales funnel and your real estate poop and your tips, all that tips. Yeah. Um, And there's lots of experts on there. And there's people who lead meditations and talk about different, you know, ways of life. So it's lots of good stuff, but I don't see how it can totally work socially and you know, I think it could work if there was just a disclaimer beforehand, like everything you say in here, you know, we want it to be a safe place, but obviously there's some holes that can be poked in our system. So just, yeah. you know, if you're, you know, anything you volunteer True. or share, you know, just second guess it. That's good. It's so bizarre. I mean, I always understood our country was founded on religious freedom. So why am I not free to not believe exactly the way they do? So that's what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Exactly. Um, let me do. Let me let me finish this off, or, or at least tell you where it stands now. Okay. I decided you and his to mom be are now going a to better person to than to. To deflate his poor mother, right? Um, by saying no, your your son is super shit pile, and <laughs> in that picture, his legs are not the same color as his arms. Uh, but it's winter, I Karen. S- I hesitate to say yours aren't either, and mine are not. <laughs> then I won't tell you where he lives. Okay. Oh no. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Florida <laughs> suffered enough. <laughs> okay. So. Um, oh, no. Then I checked at our Facebook, uh, as I do, <laughs> and I'm looking at our notifications, mm-hmm. and we were tagged. Oh, and I'm no. like, oh, what are we tagged in? And it's him. 
Oh, and he's the one that cannot let go. So he writes in his Facebook again, I have been seriously researching the deconstruction movement. <laughs> and I've come to the understanding that they have the right idea. They simply have the wrong starting point. Deconstruction needs to happen. Deconstruction of myself. It is not scripture that needs deconstructing. It's me, my desires, my problems, my sins, my buzzwords. And that was me adding in that these are all the same things we heard over and over again. So he's saying the starting point must be this. If you have a disagreement with scripture, it is that I need a change, not God. And then he wrote the book, quote, which hasn't been written again. It's again in right. pre-manuscript form, I assume. The book Deconstructing Deconstruction, which I will now do with the hand gestures to Will and Grace's Just, Just Jack, Jack. <laughs> may only be in the research phase. And he's using us for research. But it is well underway. That that contradicts each other. I'm going to tell you right there. Um, uh, a light will shine into the darkest places of this sinister movement. And then he tags Rob Bell, us, Peter Rollins, like some big people. So I'm very flattered that he might boost our numbers more than right, we've been able right. to. Oh, you know what? Tag Pete Holmes. I'd love to get him oh, in yeah. on this. No, I tag him about everything. I'm done Not with you. That. I want that guy to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Um, <laughs> okay, you know what this is reminding me of? He is reminding me of a guy who is trying to get all of his ex-girlfriends who broke up with him to give him a second chance. Like, they're all going to give him a second chance. And he's just... He's reaching out as though just breaking up with you is some kind of a movement. No, but, you know, here's the thing. I don't like you anymore. Can we stop talking? <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I've seen his picture. He seems married and, he seems you know. married. <laughs> he's married with you know, offspring. I don't want to get too detailed so people go after him. But but this is what I want to know. What is it that you call it when people single you out, uh, come after you for your beliefs, and then put it out there that your personal beliefs aren't um, Religious approved. persecution? I think that's it. <laughs> I think we're being reverse religious persecution. Um, and I'm being sarcastic with saying that, but I'm not being sarcastic with that's exactly what all of us feel. I mean, you're not out in our podcast because you can't be because of this. Uh, you know, it, it's just, I just feel like the ex-girlfriend, like, Tommy, it's over. Stop right. talking to me. Go date <laughs> someone else. 
go if you want to have an orgy with 10,000 fellow, you know, members, go do it. Just don't make me go. Yeah. And so um, he said that he wrote me privately. And then he, uh, this was from before. And he said, don't worry. I'm not going to use any of the members that were there in the clubhouse thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to include you and Josh in my book. <laughs> so I, okay. we do not have a marketing budget, but I might buy one of his books <laughs> if we're in it. All right. Just we, we shall wait. For a long time. I would like to ask him just point blank, what do you want from us? What do you want us to do? And if you're concerned about us, go ahead and pray for us, but you don't have to tell us that you're praying. See if your prayer works, and then you'll be pleasantly surprised if it does. There you go. Other than that, move on, Tommy. We broke (laughs) up. (laughs) Well, there are two... um at least two people that said they will talk to him that are sort of believe the same as we do. But for me personally, like that's energy. I, I don't need to help him. No, don't talk to your ex-boyfriend. Exactly. No. So I, <laughs> I don't know, you know, what their reasoning behind it is. Plus, you know, when this guy says anything, he gets like... Seven likes and then one heart from his mother. So I don't see the book selling really high. But again, it's that privacy issue and feeling protective about people. But it is because he feels like a stalker. This is what it feels like when you break up with somebody and they're constantly back in your life. And you're like, no. Yep. And they prove to you why Why you you broke broke up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, so that's the fun, and that's the thing that I am fascinated with is how Christians can say they're persecuted, but I still don't feel I can fully come out, and yeah. I'm way more out than you because you can't at all because of your job. I mean, that's sort of crazy that— it's the exact opposite, but they're not seeing it. Yeah, that's okay. Because it's not I okay. am way more comfortable than a lot of people selling out in certain places. And I'm okay yeah. with that. And I'm allowed to. Because I say live and let live. Yeah. I'm glad I'm to watch like, you apply makeup as we're talking. It's a moisturizing stick. Um <laughs> I'm more like, She's putting it on her ass, people. (laughs) That's right. Um, I want to promote the live and let live by making people let us live and let live. I think that's it so that I can be like, hey, guess what? I'm an agnostic atheist. So there you go. Um, And I still, if Christians come to me and like they did the other night and say, I'm struggling with this church and this, that church— what was my answer? Are there other churches in your area you think might fit your needs? Mm-hmm. Do I want them to go to church? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to come and destroy what they're trying to build right. and right. where they are. Yeah. I'm just going to try and destroy this guy. No. This one 
guy. <laughs> Just make him go away. Go I'm going to ignore him. But go talk to your wife. For God's sake. Yeah. Go, it's, <laughs> go talk to the people who believe like you believe. And that's it. Like, even with Christians, uh, they should be thankful to some of the things we do. We're taking out their trash for them. They need to work in their churches to make them a better example. We wouldn't be in this mess if it was... Speaking of messes and taking out trash, I sent you an article. I don't know if you saw it yet. Is this going to be part of our podcast now? It's part of what we've talked about before, but um, I love when things hit the big time. So I sent you an article about Carl Lentz and the Trouble at Hillsong and how uh, that was in Vanity Fair. Trouble at Hillsong, you say? (laughs) Vanity Fair. So the when Vanity Fair covers it, it's like in the annals of history, you know? That's right. It might even end up on Investigation Discovery Channel. <laughs> dong, dong. That's law and order. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm hoping that he just gets the message and goes away. My mom's going to talk to you. oh and i just want to say gene i'm sorry that your son is a shithead (laughs) and i am not going to take away your uh belief that he's somehow good um i'm sure there's good in him i'm sure i hope you got some good family pictures from (laughs) january 6th at the capitol and just you know keep Pressing forward with your life. But you know what? We were there where he is. He might be where we are in 20 years. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I get it totally. So that's it for this um, saga. And I'll keep people updated with more. And I really like your suggestion about Clubhouse. So maybe that's what I will do is just say, hey, just so you know, whatever you say, can be used against you by um, <laughs> shit heady people. So you kind of have to read it. them their Miranda rights. <laughs> <laughs> I will be faxing you something to sign. Faxing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I just made my chair click, so you can delete that if you need to. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, everyone, please rate and review us. We beg you. Um, Except but that, that really guy. Does help. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. He won't actually listen to this, so I think we're safe. Exactly. Now we're going to need you to rate sevens just to <laughs> outweigh his one. Sevens. All right. All right. So see you next week. Bye. I'm going to be praying for you. Bye. Bye. That's insane.